0: I want it like where you're. It's almost touching your mustache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like it was almost touching her mustache. Previously on the Simply Human podcast. Good for you. <laughs> uh, I
0: was thinking it. You know what? I was actually. I'll take credit for for some telepathic communication because I was thinking it. That is. I'm <laughs> like. That is Rick. I got to hand it to you. There's no way a two a two nothing lead in this game might as well be like a fifty. To nothing <laughs> fourth quarter lead in a football game. Like there's no way I'll ever catch you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At this point. It's episode 193 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, like an old friend of the show, indeed, Jonathan Baylor, JB. All the way from Seattle, he's he's coming down to us via via Zoom, not Skype. Skype is terrible. Don't use it.
1: Skype <laughs> is the uh, the health IQ of uh,
0: <laughs> of communication <social> systems. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So very quickly, Jonathan Baylor is the founder of Wellness Engineering and the world's fastest-growing permanent weight loss and diabetes. Uh, that's a new word we're going to talk about. Diabesity treatment company, Sane Solution. He authored the New York Times bestseller, The Calorie Myth, which is around the time that he was on the show the first time, and The sure. Set Point Diet, which he sent me. Thank you very much. Hmm. And I read it. Thanks a lot, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did not give. Uh, him, your address, so. you <laughs> um, can always find me on top of your mom. <laughs> okay. He has registered <laughs> over 26 <laughs> patents and has spoken at Fortune 100 companies, TED conferences for over a decade. His work has been endorsed and implemented by top doctors from Harvard Medical School, Johns Hopkins, the Mayo Clinic at the Cleveland Clinic and UCLA. Jonathan lives outside Seattle with his wife, Angelina, and daughter, Avia?
1: Avia? Maybe you don't mention his daughter on the where and He wants to talk about her. He, he so much so that you really know her name. Yeah.
0: What was that noise?
1: That was my computer doing something.
0: Oh. Um. So it's A A V I A. How would you say that?
1: A A V.
0: Oh, Avia. Avia.
1: <laughs> Avia. Sure.
0: No, it's something like that. It's a beautiful name, I'm sure. Um. So I met Jonathan long. I just you there. <laughs> so uh, 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 a little uh, backstory. So in 2004 Fourteen. Shortly after we had started the Simple Human Podcast I submitted a Like a, a speaker Like I was going to give a talk at Paleo FX This big uh, paleo conference Where Rob Wolf and Mark Sisson And Jason Seibel These famous people are always there Jimmy Moore and, and, the, and the like And I got ex- like They accepted my talk Which I was still to this day like what? And so I became Like I was like in the Inner circle, oh I got to go into the speakers lounge and, and go to the speakers pre party and all
1: that. And you walk in, and they're like, oh, man, thank God he's here. And you're like, man, this is great. I'm like, hey, uh, grab a tray and put some more d'oeuvres around there, pal. Oh, your... I knew I shouldn't have worn my, my, my red blazer.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So I was wearing a backwards hat. I had long hair, longer hair at the time. And, I'm, and I got a picture with Jonathan Baylor and Dave, uh, uh, John Durant and all these guys I got to meet, and Ben Greenfield, all these guys. And at the speaker dinner that night – I just, I, Jonathan and I, and we'll, we'll talk about this, I think he called me, he ended up nicknaming me like the Cracked Out Cowboy.
1: Hmm, that's a... His-
0: uh- it's a positive nickname? That's a uh, it's a term of endearment, and well, i are gonna ask him if he remembers the nickname he gave me. And we, John Durant, me, and Jonathan Baylor stood around and just were like telling jokes for like an hour at this thing, and it was like I don't know. I, I wonder if he he, put, he may not even remember that. He's like, nope, that definitely wasn't me. Um, Abel, uh, what's his name? Abel James, the fat burning man. He yeah. was there. That was cool. Um, so anyway, Jonathan's great. Um, I mm-hmm. oh, I was gonna say must be. Jonathan's great, and he's got a TED talk, and he's got like uh, he's been on like all these shows, and he's he's super doing really well on the outside, but uh, you know it's bad for him because he reached out to us. <laughs> <laughs> he must be uh, not really on the New York Times bestseller list anymore. It's all a big sham if he's if he's contacting us. Uh, <laughs> Health like you. Okay, I'm going to. I'm pretty sure I sent you this and if I did this we're going to have to I'm going to pull out the uh um what Huh? Share your story. Um one up this game cards which I have on Oh, uh, you have okay. an emergency. Okay, I'm sending you a picture of a guy's face. If okay. you and if, if this rings a bell and you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw this." Then we'll move on to something else.
1: No, you did not send this to me.
0: Okay, I want you for the listener
1: be, because this is
0: podcast I want you to define and describe the emotion that is being communicated by this man's face.
1: May I first make a passive... Do you know this man? I do not. Okay, I would like to pass a value judgment. Uh, There are some men that can get away with the mustache and some that cannot. Can he? I am one that cannot. Oh, me too. Uh, this man is also one that cannot. <laughs> Someone should tell him. He looks terrible. Okay. Uh, he has the, a handlebar mustache. Also, he it, he looks like... Have you seen he the... He looks like uh, Uncle Rico. The boys video for... Uh, uh, sabotage where they're all dressed up like uh, no. 70s detectives with like wig Maybe. bad wigs and bad mustaches it he looks like a character from that video does he not look like uh, uncle rico a little bit too he does have a little uncle rico in him uh, but the face he's making is one that's just uh if i can put it into words it's mm-hmm. really something like what the hell is going on right there that he's looking at?
0: Like, yeah, like, so what's like a, maybe an emotion? One word. Uh,
1: hungry. Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, uh, I would say it's borderline disgust. Okay.
0: Disgust. Maybe a little bit of hatred mixed in. I,
1: I feel like anytime you're dealing with, uh, with disgust, you also have hatred. Yeah,
0: okay. All right, you ready to zoom out on this picture? I am.
1: Guys, <laughs> you're such an idiot.
0: Now, yeah, would you, you know, describe you like, for the listener you what...
1: Look like, you know that there's a meme where a guy is wearing like a sideways, backward Louis Vuitton hat, and I can't remember the name of this meme, but that's what you look like. You're wearing a shirt... That says all I do is win. (laughs) You're wearing a baseball hat sideways with one of those eye-wise shut masks on top. Very good. Good, getting ready for the orgy, (laughs) and you're dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Like your arms akimbo. But what? But
0: describe the surroundings. Like what is the? It's
1: very clearly not appropriate for your surroundings. There are people. (laughs) Ties and suits, women in fancy-looking dresses. This is a, uh, this is clearly a formal, not like you know, black tie, but this is definitely a formal affair. And you look like uh, Jesse Pinkman <laughs> from Breaking Bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty. And good. And this guy's looking at you, going, "What the? Who let this ragamuffin <laughs> do <laughs> the gala?" He
0: looks over at me and says, "Oh, Mark, I forgot you were there. You may go Oh well, well,
1: well, why does he have a voice like that? That
0: was Doc Holliday from Tombstone.
1: Uh, no, confession time.
0: Don't even say you've never seen that. I've never seen it. You? I, I, hey, I don't. Listen, I don't have to bleep we myself. Can, we should
1: do a show. Uh,
0: <laughs> of all the movies you the haven't movies seen, I haven't seen. <laughs> and it's just and me going. the movies going, I have Rick.
1: seen, I've seen Seventeen again, starring Zach Efron, like twenty times. Oh my gosh.
0: So very quickly, we, we talked a couple years ago about the dancing with the Abilene Stars, and the Abilene Stars is, is like saying you have the fastest minivan, obviously, we know, and so I was in, there was a guy, he's been on the show, it was the guy that cooked his uh, cat in the washing machine, or the dishwasher,
1: remember that huh. story? Is it Like a recipe show we were doing, or? no,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we've done a lot of the recipe right, so shows. We're
1: gonna do be doing dishwasher cat,
0: okay? So. <laughs> no, he was doing the dishes and he like put his, he'd ran the dishwasher yes. and like shut it. And next morning, his wife comes out, opens the dishwasher, and their dead cat is in the dishwasher. Um, I would
1: be, by the way, I would cry. Yeah, that was pretty. It's pretty bad. Would be a really bad, terrible man. way to go. Um, My cats. That by the way. Do you have cats? Two cats. One is named Theon, the other is named Gilly. We are nerds. We named our animals after uh Game of Thrones characters. Do you, are they inside cats? Yes, Mark, I'm not an animal. Yes, they're inside oh, cats. Gross. I don't know you had cats, Rick. That changes everything. That's not gross? Oh, yeah, well, it's gross that they you know, poop in the house, crap and piss in a box. That part's gross, <laughs> but they're really nice. Oh yeah, place.
0: here I am. Uh, uh, what what? Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? I am uh, berating you, besmirching you, besmirching me for having a cat. And meanwhile, I'm in the backyard tonight, chasing my idiot beagle around the house, the backyard, trying to get him to drop the dog poop that's in his mouth, his own that he's chewing on. Sick. Uh, um, okay, so very quickly, I don't know time travel talk. I want there's a show last week. Our guest, uh, it, it, it turns out, it was a total email uh, problem that we've discombobulation. Out. Yeah, so there was no fault on the guest at all. We're going to try to have her back on at some point. Uh, that's but, Maggie Downey. Maggie Downey. We had a like we had we had recorded like a ten minute intro. And Did you had, end up publishing that? No, but that's what I'm going to say. So time travel talk. If you're there may be a chance that you're listening to this and you've already listened to the prank, the Rick prank. And I guess you're, if
1: you, you're inceptioning me. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: And if you haven't, if I haven't done it yet, then just wait. And I may publish one that says the birthday prank by Rick. And, <laughs> and I, hey, you know what, you know what? One of the, uh, one of the ones was just very quickly. And again, you might be confused, but one of the birthdays, you didn't guess the, the whole birthday. She had already told you the month. No, no, no. She had already told you the oh, day. I remember that one. And so uh, that's why that's why it wasn't so insane because yes. it was just a well, 1 in 12 when, and, chance. Yeah, and,
1: when, uh, and I forget who it was that said, like, uh, there were an Aries or something, and I don't know.
0: I think that was Anahata Ananda. Ananda.
1: It was a really ridiculous, terrible hint that, like, yeah. made it really obvious. It was, like, August or something. Yeah. It was, like... And and I was disappointed because I was like, it's gonna take some of the magic off of me yeah. guessing her birthday right on the number. But then I was like, no, I can maybe use this to string Mark along for like an extra two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So that's I think
0: that's another reason why it didn't click is because that wasn't like a one in three sixty five chance.
1: If you're um, just listening to this now, listen to the other show, uh, Rick's birthday bit, and hear me confess <laughs> about how. <laughs> And you all, if you listen to every show, <laughs> both of you, yeah, uh, you probably <laughs> realize David. about two weeks into this, like, oh, Rick is clearly looking clearly on the internet, making
0: Mark look <laughs> like a <laughs> fool.
1: Why is Mark not uh, I'm following getting
0: this? Like, Mark is surely in on this. <laughs> yeah, shut up.
1: The fact that you ne- <laughs> shut up, you never was like you never said anything like, dude, you're cheating. Not even one time.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. What else do we need to talk about quickly? We're we're creeping oh, like up. Shut up. We're creeping up <laughs> on episode two hundred. Are you coming to the birthday party?
1: Oh, that's what I need to ask my wife. Come it's on. the Saturday the sixteenth, right?
0: That is their actual birthday too.
1: Oh, <laughs> when's Jeff's birthday? Idiot. <clears throat> They're twins. They're twins, so <laughs> they.
0: There's something about birthdays. You know, I invited birthdays
1: Rob February 16th. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know that. I have a very good friend who has a birthday. February 16th.
0: Well, there you go. Um, are, are is you think? I Mark might...
1: Day for people who know me.
0: <laughs> Do you? <laughs> um, I have a lot of people that I know that are on the 15th, which is weird. add that to the bragging montage. <laughs> um, you think Rob might come? I
1: invited Rob. Uh, no, under no circumstances. No, seriously. He works a weird schedule. Your well it works. What schedule is that?
0: This, uh, nighttime upside down? <laughs> upside down, huh? <laughs> really a niche market. You've got to um, Okay, before we call Jonathan. Upside
1: down. He's like Michael Keaton in the Batman movie.
0: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Kim Basinger wakes up and Michael Keaton is just like By hanging. the
1: way, I have a question about that.
0: Oh, you've seen that movie, have you? Amazing. I've
1: seen that movie at least a (laughs) hundred times. I'm dead serious. Oh, Because
0: Rob and I used to always go, "Eh,
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We could watch that movie right now, and I probably haven't seen it in maybe ten years. I could recite the entire movie beginning to end.
0: What movie uh, movie is this from? Uh, Give Knox the Grant. Give Knox the Grant.
1: Citizen Kane.
0: Oh, it's Batman, dummy. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just... <laughs> how's the soup? What? The soup. How is it when they're sitting at that long table? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Mark. Okay. How's the I, soup? I, I, I always say that I when I'm eating. I feel like in... I've made it clear okay. that I'm a aficionado of this movie. When
0: I'm eating soup, I always go, how's the soup? <laughs> okay. Um, no one gets it with me. I'm going to end this call, and we're going to yeah, call. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan. Okay, hang on. In meeting for all. Jonathan. Gentlemen,
2: JB! Oh my gosh, the what's wood. up? Hey, the wood. We would you we're do talking what? about
1: the wood. I came in at the right time. Oh.
0: <laughs> Rick, Rick said the wood. I was just
1: telling a story about Mark's mom and then <laughs> Shut up. came up.
0: <laughs> so we're recording, by the way. Um, and Jonathan, do you have? Do y'all have like one of those robot vacuums, like a Roomba type deal? We don't. Well, I do, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Mark's got his ascot on and his monocle. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Smoking a <laughs> pipe. Watching his robot vacuum cleaner. I will, say, I will say
0: this. Um, every time we empty it, I'm thinking, there's no way it's going to have anything. It, it, just, it just did it, and it's always full. It's crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> well, never mind. Shut up.
0: Jonathan, I, We we talked about in the intro a nickname that you gave me a long time ago. Do you remember the nickname that you gave me after the, the speaker's dinner in Austin? Like, All It's right, been so like this is five be, years ago.
2: Yeah, this is going to be the test for our, our, our neurological health, nutraceutical, yes. because I think it is Cracked Out Cowboy. Yes. I have no idea how I remember that.
1: <laughs> Man, uh, Steph Curry just nails one from 40 feet out. Right there.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. I was telling Rick kind of about how you, me, and John Durant and like... Some other guys just ended up standing around like the porta potties, like (laughs) just like telling jokes and just, can you believe that's been like five years ago?
2: That was a long time ago. That's crazy.
0: You have a child since then? How does that work?
2: I have a child since then. I mean, it's, it's keto is now, paleo is now called keto. Yeah. Yeah. I've changed in five years. So many things.
0: So I mentioned, I know you, you let's talk about how old is your daughter? I have two daughters.
2: My daughter is five months old as of the 23rd. Oh,
1: as my, as my gosh. Old. So... It's still small enough where you can just layer down on the... And walk away. And be like, hey, I'm going to go to the liquor store. I'll be right back. <laughs> don't, don't go anywhere.
0: So <laughs> was that August 23rd or... Yeah, August 23rd is her birthday, Google. August 23rd. I just subtracted by five on the old month <laughs> <laughs> calendar. Wow. Congratulations.
1: You have your calculator app open. Yeah.
0: <laughs> subtracted 12 minus five. You're yeah. like a
1: wizard over here.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Um, so how's that going? How is, what kind of advice did you get? Because like, a lot of people, before they had their first kid, other people that have kids, give them this advice. They're like, oh my God, your life's over. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. You'll never sleep again. <laughs> did you get that kind of advice? You know, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't actually get... Supportive <laughs> friends <that> don't <laughs> hate I you
2: know. don't really have friends, yeah. so I think that's why. <laughs> <It> <laughs> no one
0: told me anything. I, no one talks to me. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no, I didn't... Um, didn't get too too much advice uh, other than people were real, real excited. And uh, it's been, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm 35. My wife is 37. So we waited yeah. a bit to have children. I'm so glad we waited. And I'm so glad that we did it because it yeah. is.
0: Did what? It's, exactly.
2: It, it's <laughs> like seeing life in college. So yeah. I'm, it took us a
0: while, but I finally figured out what we need to do. And-
1: Jesus! I've been doing wrong now. this whole time. <laughs> <I'm> like, this <laughs> was amazing! I found my special. Prefer. You're like that explains everything. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Jonathan: Did anyone prepare you for the reality that, hey, by the way, your baby is going to crap with such you know, oh. explosive force that it's going to shoot up the back all the way to the back? Oh of there? gosh! Because no one told me that. At all, and no one told my wife that. And we have our first kid, who's now ten. But we have our first kid, and we were like, "Do we need to take him to the hospital?" <laughs> That's nuts. That you're gonna crap with such like explosive force, it just rockets up the di- the back of the diaper all the way and hits the back of their head.
2: <laughs> yeah, we um. Well, well, we haven't had a head a head hitter yet. <laughs> what what okay, thing I have? Been you're almost. By. Is how a body that small can fart that loud. Yes. <laughs> because I mean it does sound like legitimate adult flatulence, but it's this <laughs> tiny yeah. body. So you're just like, how is that possible? Well, and it's
0: all it's terrible when you're holding them in public and they make that noise and people look over at, at, at y'all like, there's no way that was the baby. How dare you, sir? <laughs> you know, like I
1: can just see Mark in line at the grocery store just uncorking a loud one and everyone looking at him and just him pointing to like the not real baby, yeah. like a baby Bjorn, I'm like you
0: know. or or I forget that I'm not holding the baby, and I'm just like <laughs> no excuse, and I'm like ah oh,
2: crap, <laughs> I forgot I wasn't holding my baby. The other thing that never gets old is you know the the pooping in the diaper while you're holding oh. them, that feeling oh, of the you know, warm poop is is happening right now, and oh. it's yeah. you know you want to like laugh and and just it's just odd, yeah. you know, because you've never. I I can't speak for you two gentlemen. Have never been pooped on before, so it is uh, not a novel experience.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of experience with that. But one thing that did happen <laughs> that was kind of funny was that I had. So my oldest is nine, and when she was a f- you know probably five months old, I, we had her in one. I I had her in one of those like uh, backpacks that goes on on the like on your chest, you know is you know what i'm yes. talking about Anybody, baby yeah, yeah. baby oh. bjorn i yeah. believe is the That's name That's what of. you said yeah yeah baby bjorn earlier yeah. and so she's like facing me right so and she's like asleep and i'm like cooking dinner or, you know i have like hot grease popping all over you know just getting but i'm, I'm it. doing something in the kitchen and i hear like a you know and i feel something on my foot Oh. And I'm like, what in the world was that? So I look down, and sh- you know, she's pressed up against her diaper, like that's where all the pressure is there. And when she pooped, it shot out the side of the diaper and all just landed on the top of my foot, like this- open up
1: a can of Dinty beef stew on top of your foot.
0: Yeah, like a shot glass of Dinty beef stew right on the old foot. And I thought, huh, that's something that I never thought would happen to me, um, but it just happened. Um, so that's well, good.
2: And we have had a bit, uh, a bit of an interesting experience, though, because we have the both my my wife's dietary habits while she was pregnant and also now my daughter's dietary habits are very unique. Yeah. And. She seems, I, I'm the youngest in my family. My wife's the youngest in her family. I literally have never held a baby prior right. to holding my daughter. <laughs> and,
0: You're and just and holding it goes, up like the Lion King, holding up. Uh, but no, it's
2: like, so my mom, my dad, and our aunts and uncles, and and my wife's mom and dad, you know, they're saying she's she's quite different than, you know, even their own children in some pretty unique ways. So. It is you – know, we don't know if it's that's that's nature or that's nurture with yeah. the dietary stuff, but it is fascinating to see.
0: Man, that ah. is cool. Um, speaking of uh, interesting diets, Rick, I had heart and liver for dinner that I grilled uh, that I cut out of a deer that I shot a few weeks ago.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I know. You sent me the picture of the deer that you shot. Okay. Uh, so thanks for oh, that. Oh, okay. And, and I ate his heart, and I sent you a gif of uh, – Khaleesi eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dragon. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, Jonathan, I was in Seattle in November. Oh, wow. How about that?
2: <laughs> Great news. <laughs> All right. And then you, did you find $5?
0: Moving on. Moving on. I was up there. For, I went to the uh, Stanford-Washington game up there uh, at uh, Husky Stadium. How about that?
2: And then you found $5?
0: I found $5 and I came home. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about like some stuff. If the three of
1: us actually got together in real life, Jonathan and I would just end up ganging up on you and not stop until you <could non-stop laughs> it started crying. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot.
0: Um, let's talk about something that you sent me or your people, you have people, sent me in the mail, The Setpoint <laughs> Diet. And that is a book. That you have written and it is is another book because you have written The Calorie Myth and that's a book that was that you had written and published just about the time that we met back in 2014. So it's been, did it come out in 13, 14, somewhere right in there? I think it, it came out in
2: 14. 14,
0: yeah. Great book if you haven't uh, read it. Uh, go back and read The Calorie Myth, buy it, kindle it, whatever it is you do. Is it on Audible?
2: It is, yeah. Narrated did
0: by yours true. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I want to go back and listen to it just, just to hear your voice in
2: my ears. That's great. Just like it's well, happening set, now. The, the set point diet is narrated by me as well, so you can have
1: just like all me for like 16 hours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listened
2: in two times speed, you're like... <laughs> How long
1: does it take to do that, by the way, to, narr- to record the audio of a book?
2: it was intense the when I so I self-produced the calorie myth audiobook, so that was a little bit more spaced out we had our own little studio blah 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 blah. but for the set point diet we did a recording studio here in Woodenville over in three days literally in three days we recorded the entire audio book it just sat so it was, all
0: day and read it was just
2: God. super and it's less of reading it was a little bit more of a
0: dramatic
2: performance
0: <laughs> acting you're wearing like a thespian robe and all that <laughs> So it did like?
1: We, ro- oh no! Oh no! Hang on! No, hang on. I'm gonna go right
0: past that. Don't make me <laughs> I feel like stop. You enough.
1: need to describe what that is. Um,
0: I was thinking of the John Lovitz character on Saturday Night Live. Thank you very much. I was really
1: acting. Remember, John Lovitz?
0: Oh yeah. come on!
1: You're really knocking him out of the park today. Shut like, up! Um,
0: so if you like mess up, you have to like go back, and do you have to like pause, and then they tell you, "Okay, go now. Start back with that sentence." Like, is that? Is, is, did you were you able to like read like a smart person or uh where <laughs> you didn't have to stop very often or did you have to stop and start a lot?
2: I do have a lot of experience with that type of thing. So they're they definitely say, Hey, can you say that again or can you go back over that word or it's pronounced. Oh right. The rather than ta, yeah. I have a hard time. <laughs> saying
0: You're Like for the fortieth time, Jonathan, it's the. <laughs> well, let's I'd talk like about.
2: Have a tendency to fall into Old English if you don't stop me. So I'll no. say like the or thou or ought. Yeah, those types of things. If, if I don't watch out,
0: hasten. Yeah, those kind of words. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's just very very briefly, because there's a lot of other things that uh, you got going on. Let's talk about the set point diet. Why did you write it? Uh, give it a synopsis and why should people go read it.
2: The calorie myth did a really good job from what we've been told of disproving everything everyone thought they knew about eating and exercise, which on some level is good. And on some level people would read it and say, thanks. What do I do now? So (laughs) what we wanted to do with this book and what I've been doing with my life and uh, for the past five years is answering that question. So what is the solution to the calorie myth? And that's the company Sane Solution, the website Sainsolution.com. And then after we put essentially 27,000 people through the various programs that we have. This book, the set point diet is the simplest and most effective 21 day implementation of all the things in terms of practically applying all the research I've done in real life as well as your family's life. And we added a bunch of dimensions that I didn't cover at all in the calorie myth because I was more in the realm of theory then rather than in the realm of practice. So things around habit formation, psychology, Mindset, uh, huge areas that have not been covered in the past.
0: Yeah, which is all very important. And we've talked before that if your if your mind isn't right, it really doesn't matter what what you decide to do. Um, yeah, if you're if you're if the psychology isn't all figured out, you're just going to kind of revert back to your old habits and and behavior patterns. If you don't. Have the psychology right, which I think is a lot of uh, people's uh, issue. So, thank you for sending me that book, and I've enjoyed it very much. And it's a great, uh, just kind of refresher on a lot of things. And uh, it's very Jonathan Baylor. You can tell that you wrote it. There's some funny stuff in there, and it's just a very, very easy book to read. Uh, you don't even feel like you're, you're like, oh, I have to like learn something now. You know, it's, uh, it's really just a, an easy read. So, uh, it, go, go check out the set point. Diet uh, book. Um, okay, so I watched uh, your TEDx talk, your TED talk, um, about this this diabesity. And I, in the intro, I read over that word, and I was like, hang on, we're going to get there. So explain this, uh, this term, diabesity. And did you come
2: up with this term? So glad you asked that question the way you did, because this <laughs> is the craziest thing ever. Literally, and I'm not being hyperbolic, and I will use that word. <laughs> Nine out of ten people who hear the term "diabetes" think I made it up. Not only did I not make it up; not only is it an established medical term, really, but it's killing nineteen percent more people than cancer. And people think it's a made-up word. Right, right. So it's
0: like a it's like doctors like use this word. It's like an actual
2: dictionary word. So if you go on that part of the problem is a lot of doctors aren't using this word. But if you go on PubMed, for example, and you look, that's where. For example, like a primary care physician is a doctor, but they are not necessarily a researcher. Right. So if you look on PubMed, these are people who scientists, researchers, academicians, things like that. If you search diabetes, there's all sorts of scholarly articles written about it. And it is a big freaking deal yeah. because right now we say things like that person is fat or that person is overweight or that person has a weight problem. And honestly, that doesn't exist. It, there is only you are diabetes or pre-diabetes. Period. It's a medical condition, and huh. it will kill you if you don't take action. Well, and
0: talk about that number. I know that's in the, the video. Nineteen um, percent more than cancer. And you think of like, okay, what's the what's the thing that everyone hates and you don't want to get? Is like, okay, I don't want cancer. And there's something that's killing us way more than cancer. Like, and yeah. So so talk about talk about that a little bit.
2: When you, so let's first of all, let's define diabetes yeah, as yeah, yeah, yeah. an established medical term. Right. It is when you have overweight or obesity and pre diabetes or diabetes type 2 or quote unquote adult onset at the same time. And the thing that's really now, this is like the key, key, key thing to understand. So, smoking, very bad, lung cancer, very bad, but let's just create an anchor here, real quick. If you smoke for 40 years, the American Cancer Society estimates that you have a 10% chance of getting lung cancer. Okay. That's still bad. I don't I don't want a 10% chance of getting I, lung cancer. I would have thought it,
0: Yeah, I, th- I would have thought it would have been a much higher
2: number. Yeah, 100%, right? So 10% chance 40 years smoking, cool beans. If you have if you suffer from overweight, you have a 90% chance of getting diabetes or pre-diabetes, aka there's a 90% chance that you will become diabetes. Wow. And not at like 40 years after you become overweight. Like when you are overweight. Correct. And when that happens, and see, this is the key distinction that we make a bit in the new book, The Set Point Diet, but more in the the new miniseries Diabetes, as well as the feature film that'll be coming out later this year, Ooh. is you have to understand that because it's not it's not like vanity to get your waist circumference down. It, right. it, it's it's not like you're being selfish and taking time away from your kids to cook nutrient dense food right if you had if you got diagnosed with breast cancer and you went to get treatment no one would be like you're so selfish
0: well it's like if, if like everybody goes out for a smoke break and you don't and it's like all the people smoking you're like what a
2: snob <laughs> like the guy not smoking um, and that's just but to me that's so important because once you once you like we talk about mindset with the way you frame something like if you frame something as a medical condition I mean, even so, let's think about the smoking thing. It's a good question, right? So, if you if you are are in a scenario, a uh, social setting where people are eating sugary things, so some everyone's serving cupcakes at a kid's birthday party, and you're like, oh, I'm so, oh no, I'm not, I'm I am better than you. I will not eat this cupcake. Everyone's going to think you're you're an
1: You're like I brought some far. carrots. <laughs> yes.
2: Because you're, you are acting like...
1: Open up your tiny plastic bag of carrots here. <laughs> like, mm.
2: But if you say, oh, thank you so much. you know, I'm diabetic and I didn't bring my insulin. I, I would love to have some, but I can't. No one's going to be like, oh, you... <laughs>
1: right. I would. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jerk. That's why. <laughs> I'm just shoving cake in their mouth like, you'll be fine.
2: But uh, you, at least... At least <sighs> For most people, Uh, the the context of medical condition or religious affiliation are two things which cause you to be treated differently or people will sort of perceive you differently, which normally they'd be like that you're lame or you're bad or something. So having the knowledge that this problem we're trying to solve is not about vanity. It's not about being better than other people. It's about not dying like 40 years too early. I think changes the game completely.
0: And, and talk about you know in the not to give the whole TED talk away, but like talk about like how smoking over here in this we're going to talk about it over here. Like stop it, stop smoking. It's bad for you. Stop smoking. And in and with like sugar and like uh, foods that are that are uh, what we call like non-human foods. It's just like well, just just eat a little less of it, or moderation, or or just work out more. It, it's, and like over in the cigarettes, you don't say eh, just have like. It's like two cigarettes instead of ten, or, or like yeah, like I'm, in the in the video, you're like, uh, well, I feel
1: like two instead of ten is probably all right. Well, it's or better. better. It's, I mean, it's better. better.
0: Or or it's like you're saying you don't say well, sm- you can smoke, but just make sure you're like running on a treadmill while you smoke. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, true story. Uh, okay. Oh, to interject, on a bet, uh, when I worked for my former police department, I ran the mile and a half test with the tactic with a SWAT team uh, smoking smoking cigarettes the entire (laughs) time. Every time when we get close, the guy next to me would light one up and he would just hand one next to me. Oh, run the entire thing while smoking.
0: That's awful.
1: Okay, don't do that
0: listening okay so i'm alive i'm <laughs> yeah, alive <everyone>. apparently so <laughs> so okay so back so talk about the distinction between why is over here we say just don't do this ever and over here it's like yeah i mean whatever like just maybe don't have some sometimes like except on your cheat day or whatever
2: that that gets back unfortunately to the the calorie myth which is if you believe that it's just a matter of the quantity of calories you take in and the quality of calories or you you or, Quantity of calories you burn off through exercise, then it does not matter if they're coming in through pink slime or if they're coming in through grass-fed heart like you had for dinner. And that's you know that of course doesn't make any sense. We do know that breathing pollutant-free air is different than putting your mouth around the exhaust pipe of your car and (laughs) inhaling. But for some reason, that hasn't the distinction of like gas quality differs. And even liquid quality differs. I mean, you could put eight ounces of clear liquid that's water in front of your child or eight ounces of clear liquid that's lighter fluid bleach, in front of your child. Yeah. And you wouldn't say, oh, eight ounces is eight ounces.
1: So just drink them both. Right. <laughs> but, the, but with food. People that's actually the best, <clears throat> the best. The best because I read the calorie myth. That's For the anger. best analogy I've heard so far. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think,
2: so That that's the key distinction, right? Is we, we would sort of tell people, we would never say drink less kerosene. We would say no amount of kerosene is good for you. Could you take in some kerosene and not have ill effects? Probably. I mean, yeah. if you took a atom of kerosene into your body, yeah. you probably wouldn't suffer any ill effects, but that doesn't mean the USDA would say your recommended daily allowance of kerosene is blank, for example. Yeah.
0: Do you think, and I'm just like, kind of thinking out loud here, like, do you think it's because like smoking like smells bad and it like bothers people and it makes your clothes smell bad and it makes your breath smell bad and there's like it makes your hands smell bad and sugar like everyone loves sugar, there's no you know and so it's like all the people that are gonna like be uh, like guiding you and like giving you recommendations they like sugar because it tastes good and there's no there's no like immediate like man if sugar like made you have like terrible breath, or like made your clothes stink, or something. You know, would it be different? Do you think that's why it's like why, why sugar has gotten kind of the a, a
2: pass? Well, I think it is a hundred percent a function of the way the thing is portrayed in the culture. Because I mean, smoking when I was growing up was cool as hell, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean that that was nothing cooler. The Marlboro Man, yeah, better than yeah. smoking cigarettes. I mean, that was the ultimate fu to authority. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, you know, I cannot be touched. And to be clear, sugar kicks your I mean, yeah. th- there's no overweight high school girl who won't tell you how horribly sugar has made her feel and affected her life and yeah. affected the way people treat her. So, I mean, I would actually argue, but I mean, if I had to choose this, like God's honest truth, I have a daughter, if I had to choose between her smoking cigarettes throughout high school or and her like being, being addicted to 50 sugar pounds overweight in high school, the psychological trauma alone of being an overweight child, forget about the, the, the physical damage, the psychological right. damage of which there is none when it comes to smoking is catastrophically bad. Right?
0: Yeah. And, you know, with two daughters uh, of my own, they're nine and eight. And, you know, really haven't gotten into the a lot of the like the body image issues yet, which we obviously will be will be coming shortly. Um, but just trying to stay on top of all of that and understanding like how you prevent that and how you know. And I, you're right. I mean, it's like these you hear these horror stories of. Uh, what it does to your, you know, because you never, you, you never recover, really. And then you, you get to, you take these women who have all these issues that grow up and they have babies and then they had their little daughters w- watching them do a 30 day cleanse every six months. And uh, you know, eating all these crazy foods all the time and like always complain about how fat they are. And then you, so then you just like, you just passed on the, <laughs> the psychosis <laughs> to the next generation.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it is the, if the scarlet letter of our day, is wearing excess body fat, period. It's the only remaining... We talk about this in the book. If you look at the actual data around discrimination, just blatant, flagrant discrimination, it is the only physical state, which it is still, at least in America, not only acceptable, but kind of funny and cool, to be openly prejudiced and mocking of. I mean yeah. we have a huge shift in our culture. I mean some people think it's too much of being accepting and tolerant and da 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 da. da. Ask a m- obese person how tolerant people are yeah. of them. I mean this the things that I hear about people getting like s- cans of soda thrown out them through a car window. Right. I mean it's they're treated the way wow. like think about like the way black people were treated in the south like in the five minutes ago. Yeah. Or <laughs> right. you know, in the forties yeah. or thirties. I mean, that's how people today are still being treated that suffer from diabetes. Right.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, you know, you just kind of overlook it because the culture is overlooking it. And are we going to look back in you know, 50 years, hopefully and say, man, can you believe all that, that was going on? And we just have had like, uh, <laughs> lucky charms that you could just get for free at <laughs> Sam's or whatever. Um, Okay, so I, we're running up on time. we got about five minutes to go, and then uh, we have the free Zoom. So we're, uh, if the call just ends, <laughs> that means we came to the end <laughs> of, our, of our deal. Um, so let's talk about uh, the mini miniseries, diabetes, diabetes com, which will be in the show notes. Talk about this series. I'm sure it has uh, kind of taken over your life a little bit at, at some point.
2: This is absolutely the coolest project I've ever had the opportunity to be a part of. We we went on location at the Harvard Medical School and worked with a award-winning film studio out of California and put together this eight-part miniseries, which is also being cut into a feature film for Netflix and a bunch of film festivals here later on in the year to make this word and this established medical condition get the attention it deserves. And it is, it's an eight-part series that takes you through uh, the the not only my story, but much more importantly, the story of eighteen real life success stories, people who overcame this disease and also takes you again on location at the Harvard Medical School to meet with four of the top. These are not like bloggers, no offense to bloggers. I blog but you know there's experts with quotations around them, and then there's the chair. Uh, you know, uh, there's the chief of the Brigham's Women's Hospital at the Harvard Medical School. Right. Like she is the head of the top women's hospital at the top research institution in the world. Yeah, so I'm listening like to
0: her, that. right. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and and so, or like Dr. David Ludwig who is the top endocrinologist at the Boston Children's Hospital, just like he is the top endocrinologist in the world, period talking about the hormonal impact of these foods. Just a profound experience and one where we, we try to bring the science, but we try to bring it in a way that is educational and so ridiculously emotional. If you don't cry during this thing because the stories that people share yeah. about how this has impacted their life both negatively and then positively, it, it, you know, it, it's hard. I don't know. I, I got dehydrated based on the number of tears no. I shed while well, – producing this thing so i think everyone will really enjoy it
0: and so what like has it is it come out yet? well no, hold on you go to diabetes
2: and is can you just sign up to like watch it all free is that did i see that right you can yes we're actually the the world premiere is underway right okay, now while cool. we're recording this but we will be doing uh some subsequent uh, r- uh, limited releases and so definitely, you know, check out dot get signed up because when it is available, you will get free access to it through that mechanism.
0: Cool. Very cool. Um, and then you're still saying solution.com, uh, is a good place to find you. Jonathan Baylor.com is still an active website. um, the di- uh, just not the diabetes series, just diabeteseries.com. Uh um, no, not
2: that not that diabetes series. Oh I'm sorry, com. I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here like like looking Way at it. Go, it says diabetes series. <laughs> oh, the and I,
1: thing. Put your monocle up closer <laughs> to your eye. Twenty nine <laughs> minutes in and you just the whole I, I
0: dropped I dropped my monocle uh, for a second. <laughs> sorry about that. Um Okay, so what else? Uh, Setpoint point diet calorie myth, how else can people is that did we did we cover it? How else can people find yeah, you I mean, or honestly, get your stuff? Just
2: go to Sainesolution.com Jonathan Baylor. Solution is the easiest one to spell. We put a Y in my name, they put A's and O's in different places. So right, just go yeah, to yeah, SaneSolution.com, yeah. S-A-N-E sign up there, you'll get everything.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been great. Really appreciate uh, having you back on. It's been a long time. We need to do it again sooner. We're, cl- we're creeping up on episode 200. Um. On uh, and this is and this year will be six years in September that we've been doing this thing. So, wow, it's been a good run. Um, and uh, we're we're excited to keep keep it moving. So, I'm not sure that I'm gonna try to get this up like in a week. Um, so like maybe the first week in February. And when it is up, I'll shoot you an email and all that. We can uh, we can I'll, I'll put it on Facebook and we we'll, we can blast it out to the social mediums of the times. How does that sound?
2: That sounds fantastic. Cool.
0: All right, Jonathan, you're the man. Uh, go. Well, you're. Well, hold on. It's uh, it's nine o'clock. So it's seven o'clock there.
2: It is. It's about to be seven o'clock, and my my little girl is is ready for some time with daddy. I computer. was gonna say. Hopefully, uh, she still, still has
1: his calculator app open. <laughs> yeah, I, could,
2: I could subtract by two.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Hopefully, she's not in bed yet, and you can go uh, get you get you some snuggle time before uh, before she goes to bed.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah, and it looks like I was on episode twenty. I just looked on iTunes of you. So we got, to, I think, every 200 or so episodes, you bring me back.
0: Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> make that happen. All right, man. Hey, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll email you when it's up. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks, bud. That was great. That good, was good. Good to talk to you. old job. He's super smart, super smart. And uh, what I love about him is, like, if you want to – there's so much – science and so much complication and there's so many just hard to understand things. If you want to like understand it, read his stuff and listen to his stuff because he boils it down and like says it in a way like the whole kerosene water thing like that's just a great image.
1: John has a really good way of taking something that's very complex and uh, using I guess like a comparison not not comparisons but like metaphors to make it to where you're like oh I think I I think I understand that. Right. A bit.
0: Uh, uh, what? Did you <clears> say something? Did you call me? Yeah, I called you. If your name was... <laughs> <laughs> nutty professor reference. Um, okay, so... The <laughs> I've ever laughed in a
1: movie theater. I watched <laughs> Steve Brannon in the movie theater that was on... Uh...
0: Park and Coit?
1: Yes, Park and Coit. Steve and I went and <clears see throat> out, saw it there, and I... Thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital. I was laughing so. Just hard. you
0: and Steve, huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, how old are you? Twelve. I have 14. a joke that I will not make on the air. Thank you.
0: Okay, so next week <laughs> we have Grant Sabatier. 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 <clears throat> Sabatier. S a b a t i e r. He's a movement guy. I'm excited about that. Where does Didn't- he live? Because if it's like a. <laughs> Like in Quebec, then it's... Oh, uh, Sabatier? Maybe. Maybe he might be Canadian. Um, Tom Incladon is the next week on the 11th. And then we have on the 18th, we have a nothing. And then on the 25th, we have Kathleen Trotter. So we're booked out until oh, hey, March. Hey, oh, no, no,
1: the 25th, I'm not going to be here. What? I have a conference. But I have a... Guest. It's a very important conference. we I'm a... Very important address to the Texas Juvenile Law Conference that day. But we have a guest. Well, we well, you're just going to have to reschedule <laughs> or, Ordinarily important conference, Mark. Or
0: I'll just record with them and we'll record ins and outs later. Record ins and announced-
1: outs. With your mom shut up
0: maybe we'll record ins and outs on the 18th when we don't have a guest and then we'll have the guest and then I'll do the show there we go and then okay. I'm going to see if we can get Maggie Downey I'm going to email them back uh, and see if we can get them on in March and this Maggie is Maggie Downey with the November
1: 20th birthday
0: <laughs> shut up <laughs> and then oh and I'm going to try to get that show up and then it's <clears throat> the thing as long as people keep sending me guests we're going to keep this thing rolling as maybe soon- we
1: should uh, <laughs> make sure they're not that. <laughs>
0: I had said I have said no to one. There was I want to know who this was. No, I you think said. we even I think we even talked about it. I like emailed the team. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to say no to this one." And they were like, "It was something." It was totally wheels off. Oh, the mushroom. We never had the mushroom guy back on. <laughs> I need to go buy a bunch of mushroom stuff. He gave me a hundred dollars <laughs> in free mushrooms, and I need to revisit that. <laughs> I'm going to go look that up. Okay, that's going to do it for this edition of the Simplicité <laughs> Podcast. And
1: remember, uh, do you play chess? Uh yeah, Mark. I play a lot of chess. I just sit in f- Washington Square Park playing chess with like a bunch of uh, old men. That's what I do. No, I don't play chess. I didn't
0: ask you if you starred in the movie Searching for <laughs> Bobby Fischer. <laughs> 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 I
1: asked you if you played chess. <laughs> it's like your only. God, I wish you were recording that. that I,
0: was I was recording <laughs> that, and I'm, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the end. Remember?
2: Oh my gosh, I wasn't recording.